We're gonna skate to one song, one song only. Hey. Get the energy up, bitch! I saw him perform this shit live, motherfucker. Who cares? Pop your beer on the mic! Pop your beer on the mic! Oh my god, you can hear my, th my throat going out. This shit crazy. Woo! Drink that shit! I'm like, I'm go, Michael. Talk to me. Put your hands up. Put your hands down. Okay, Get Steve loud. Harvey. Kings <laughs> <laughs> of comedy ass motherfucker. Too many instructions at a rap show. Sit down. You, you stand up. You, you stand up. <laughs> I'll pay $20 for this ticket. Look at you scream. <laughs> oh, what's up, y'all? This is Cedric. And this is Tressie. And this is Ben. And we're through the crate. Digging through cultural and current events through the hip hop lens. Let's get to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, guys? How y'all doing out there? How y'all doing out there? I hope you're doing really great on this fucking fine ass Wednesday. Or whenever you're listening to it. Or, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. We got a great jam packed fucking uh, show for y'all. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Like to hit? Here it go. Oh, actually. Tangent already at the beginning of the Whoa, we're fucking. We're starting with we're a tangent. We're starting with a goddamn tangent. Let's do it. Fuck let's it. Let's fucking I, do it. Let's right. Just go there. So, uh, I had to do a presentation on an analysis that I did. Right. And she's guess, talking about work. Guys. Yes, at work. And so I had I put in. You guys remember like the hit hit go mm -hmm. from Living Single, isn't that what it no. is? No, no, not Living Single. Um, in Living Color. Um, in Living Color. Sorry, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> womp, 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 womp. <laughs> but anyway, um, and I put him on there, <laughs> and I don't think anybody knew who he was. Oh. Yeah, it sucked. I was like, got some data. Want to see it? Here it go. <laughs> and Everyone's then, just like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I put his picture on the PowerPoint, and nobody, no one, no one got who, it. Who did that? Was that Fox? Uh, and Jamie David Fox? Allen Greer. David Allen Greer. Okay. Yeah. 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 Fun fact, Living Color was the best comedy sketch show in America. And then SNL came around. Well, I think actually SNL was before that. <laughs> so but, you know, first. <laughs> I still love SNL, as a lot of people just fucking hate it. I mean, didn't Mad, Mad TV had a little run, too. Yeah. Mad TV was they, lit. There were a few years where Mad TV I thought was funnier than mm. SNL. No, same. It was a period in time. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't very long. but there was, No, it was a period. There was a period yeah, there. Exactly. All right, well, let's go ahead and get to it with the verse of the time. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying, man. All right, so I guess I'm, <laughs> this one should be so easy, but I kind of want to explain why this is one of my favorite verses um, after you guys guess it. You guys ready? It's so fucking easy. I'm, I almost hate to do it, but it needs to be done. And done it needs... Let's go. Hit me with the shits, Jody. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Want to see me stick nine-inch nails through each one of my, my eyelids. eyelids? Want to copy me and do exactly like I, know why I, I did? I this, too. Try Sid and get fucked up worse than my life is. Mm. Eminem. Slim Shady something. It's, 
it's from the Slim Shady LP. Yeah, what's the yes. name of the song? Uh, I'm Slim Shady. No. Hi, kids. <laughs> I gotta go like... You like violets? What's the name of the song? What's the name of the song, though? Um, I can't hear it. I'm trying to think of the singles. Yeah. Guilty Conscious was one it's single. A single. Um, Yo, how are we doing this right now? My brain's dead weight. I'm trying to get my head straight, but I can't figure out which Spice Girl, girl I want to impregnate. Damn, why can't we? Think I of don't the know single? the name. Think of the verse. I'm trying. I'm trying to get to the. Uh, no, I'm Donna. trying to get. Donna. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. It's my name is. Thank yeah, my you. name is. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said it already. I was like, hi, my name is. Yeah, you but said yeah. it. But you, you said the first one. few words. Yeah. I was like, okay, I know that song. Because I think that was the one that I liked. So I, there's something about this first verse, you know instantly, like what it is. Right. To this day, I could probably still recite the whole first verse, just off the top of my head. I remember actually walking down the street with your brother. My brother. Your brother. Uh, and we My just, boy. We just, <laughs> we just started rapping the song. And Reggie was like, ain't that a shame? We just rapped a whole, somebody else's whole verse and they're white. Fuck it, they're dope. <laughs> My and that's how you man. sold race relations. That's and how that's we how solve it with Eminem. Interesting. Being a hot ass rapper. So that is one of, it's got to be one of the top verses. Because of not just how memorable it is, mm-hmm. it's off his first record. Mm-hmm. It's just some other shit you just people weren't really rapping about that kind of stuff. And the way that then. it was rapped, though, like the way that "Hi Kids, Do You Like Violence?" You know what I mean? Like it's the it's the 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 way that is is just super memorable. Like I have I can't tell you the last time I heard that song. But and you could probably in... you could probably still do the whole damn verse. Yeah. You're probably going through your head right now. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Oh, I remember that. My brain's dead. Wait, I'm trying to get my. Right. I, I think that was the first single that he came out with, like, the the modern Eminem persona. I think he, that was after he, he dyed his hair. Yes. Right. Yeah. That was after he dyed his hair. That was the whole, yeah, the whole Slim Shady versus Eminem thing and yeah. versus Marshall Mathers and... Mathers. <laughs> Mathers. 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 He's a math person. <laughs> He's part of the mathletes. Mathletes You old mathletes ass bitch (laughs) Well that's the end of it We got it (laughs) Woohoo The fuck kind of noise is that But wait wait We didn't We didn't ask any questions You didn't have to So that was was, uh, You guys were so good You guys were so (laughs) good Oh I should get one of the uh, The Street Fighter Perfect Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah You guys were so smart I'm so proud of you guys Yay I'm so happy that you like us. You guys didn't know, you know, Nas, I gave you power, but you guys definitely got Eminem. Good job. Oh, we know white people better than we know black people. <laughs> I didn't say it. You were trying to. I wasn't trying to say anything. I said what I said, and I said it, and I'll say it again. So what's trending in music this week? <laughs> <laughs> nice transition. <laughs> Shout out to fucking, what's his name, Fantano? Uh, so yeah, what's trending in news or music? Excuse me. Well, um, that twelve-year-old chick, Ariana Grande. She's, <laughs> she's still she's still number one. She's still number and one. And number two. And number three. And number four. <laughs> Is she number four too? I don't know. She's, okay. she's up there. <laughs> she's definitely number one. She did two and something three. that the Beatles have done before. That I was guess. it. Yeah. Be number one, two, and three debut week. Yeah, it's great. Good job. Yeah. Good whatever. job. It's not like it's a huge feat or anything. Whatever, dude. It's- I mean, it's not like... No, I shall do it again next week. Right. 
that got you up there. Right. It's that, that like borrowed song. People. It sounds like song. everybody else. Do we sound salty enough or should we keep going? I don't know. You want to drink some beer and see if it takes, washes the salt out of my mouth. Yeah. All right. Well, yes, she's still on top. However, um, we should anticipate this um, This artist, Drake. He dropped uh, his classic mixtape um, on all streaming platforms. So classic? far, gone. Okay. We're just throwing that term out there now. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to say something. Yeah. I was waiting for you to say something. <laughs> on the on, on the Lost podcast, mm-hmm. we determined that he did not have a classic right. album. Right. But is this, is this a, a classic mixtape? It's a mixtape. So Far Gone? I think it's a classic mixtape. I, I guess it is. I used, to, I used to play this shit back to fucking back, which is, I think that's why it's so... Uh, monumental that he got this on all streaming platforms. Yeah, and I mean, we were talking shit about it before because right. Kanye wasn't gonna clear the sample. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he did, yeah. and apparently, everyone listened to it because it's about to debut in the top ten. Yeah. I know I listened to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, freaking He's Tina said she listened to it twice. Uh, Damn, Tina! <laughs> <laughs> shit, nice. I've been listening, listening to it a few it, times. Though. Ben's Ben is over here like, oh, where is it? There it is. That's Ben's face. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, man, that like when that came out, it had it had singles that were bigger than you know singles from the rap albums from established artists. But all the same, like it's just harder and harder for me to go back to Drake all the way through and really enjoy it. I mean, part of it is just like oversaturation with Drake. True. And true. Another thing is that he releases. He's he's not as um, picky as someone like Kendrick Lamar. Right. So there, he re- releases a, a lot, lot of, of music. Stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We always refer to Kendrick. He's the like barometer. <laughs> I mean, why? Cedric's looking at me like this. I'm just trying not to burp on mic. I apologize. <laughs> you should do it anyway. No, I'm I sure should. our listeners will appreciate it. I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. What else is on there? Um, nothing. Well, shout out to you, Drake. Uh, and re-releasing you know, old material and getting paid off of it. Good for you and all Iggy. the producers and. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a thing that happens. I've been I've been kind of curious about this of like trying to bring stuff from the back catalog out. I was looking on um, Spotify uh-huh. the other day, and I was looking at how much Gucci Mane stuff they'd put out. Like, their their people must have spent so much time going back and, like, clearing all this stuff because mm-hmm. there's so much of his old mixtape stuff that's out there. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how you do it. I mean, uh, I heard Eminem is going to be releasing... Uh, the Slim Shady LP on all streaming servers, like re-releasing mm-hmm. it again. Yeah, because I think it was. I think the reason why I said I know why you did this is because it was the 20 year anniversary of exactly. it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, I mean, so what, what does that mean? Is this like the classic thing where it's like, oh, re- it's been remastered or something like that? Or let's just try to make a quick million dollars hmm. by re-releasing something that's already done, paid off. Yeah. I mean, if I could do that, yeah, let's let's, let, let's release our first podcast episode and re-release it 
and uh, see what happens, guys. <laughs> it's it's one approach. Yeah, it is. You remember during the stretch when people would put out the uh, like the chopped and screwed versions? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they still they still do them today. Really? Yeah. There's DJs that still like put them out. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Interesting. The more you know. Whoa, that was loud as a motherfucker in Tressie's ears. Y'all should see her face. She mad as hell. I was like... It's hella loud. Holy shit. All right. Let's just keep this thing moving. You guys are annoying me today. How are we annoying you? You're not. I'm just tired. <laughs> can you right. hear my voice? No, can't hear you, shit. You know you why? Know when you're tired, you're you get bitch. angry. I'm just kidding. Hey, you're not, not a bitch. A I love you. Bitch. You're my you're my family. Yeah, and you're amazing. All right, let's keep it moving to the hip hop cafe. All right, then y'all can play a little beat. I didn't make it. Oh, you were. She was making this beat I was before to. we started. Let's see. let's see if it was. It's really actually. Did it say? Did it say? I didn't get to do anything to it. That's all you get. That's, That's all get. you get. <laughs> That's it. Y'all don't get shit else. All our listeners like, what the fuck was that weak ass shit that they just played on there? <laughs> well, that's all you get. Wait till we re-release it. Right. We're gonna re-release it in ten right? years. It's gonna be five. <laughs> re-release. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about the hip hop cafe and in the hip hop cafe. Cafe. That's how they say it in French. <laughs> the cafe. Uh, we are going to go back in time. Again. Oh, yeah. And then back in time, we are going to go back to when we used to have our two favorite weed dope heads, ass, fucking high ass motherfuckers, head ass bitches. They're not bitches, but you know, we love them. This is Wiz Khalifa and Currency, and they put out an album entitled 2009. Yeah. <laughs> Now, yes, um, I know you love Wiz. You, I you were a, you were a fan of Wiz back in the both day. Both of them, actually, because really? they both kind of came up together. So I, I, I have been a fan of, or was a fan of, because I don't really listen to him that much anymore. Um, of Wiz since he was like coming up in the YouTube shit when he had the Day Todays, like you know when he did his ATL freestyle, like all those things were like it was. I've been around for the longest. And him and Currency kind of came up, kind of, or like kind of blew up a little bit at the same time. I think Wiz's kind of surpassed Currency's because Currency was dealing with shit with like No Limit and uh, yeah. Cash Money and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, well, so. he, he had a weird... Yeah, he he's, he had some, some yeah, stuff going money on. money stuff. So, um, but yeah, they both have always been like super hilarious. Like, it, it just to me, like if I ever smoked weed... I'd want to hang out with those two guys just because they're just, they always listen to music. It can be any kind of music and they're always fucking laughing. So that's why I was a little bit like, oh, they're going back to their old fucking shit with this 2009 album. Let's go ahead and listen to it. And then we listen to it. I want to know everyone's thoughts before mine. Let's uh, go, guys. Okay. Uh, well, I'll say I was I was curious about the the title 2009 because mm -hmm. I listened to it first before I thought about the title and the where where it starts off with like it starts off with an older vibe like the first song is uh, garage garage talk yeah and it's got this 80s vibe mm -hmm. like personally it reminded me of uh, Nucleus's jam on it I don't know if you know that track but 
it's like that old 80s style. Yeah. And I'm just yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. when they first came, like, yeah, when the NPC game was hard and so, more drum heavy stuff. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, obviously they're looking back on their own past because they're not old enough to, like, that's not how they started. They're not that old that they were rapping right. in, like, the 80s. <laughs> um, but all the other songs have a different kind of vibe. The 2009 appears to be a reference to their first joint project, which was... was um, How Fly, I think? Yeah, How Fly, mm-hmm. back in 2009. And they actually kind of touch on it in one of the songs. They're like, this is not a sequel. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah. you, like we're doing something new. But um, I don't know. The, as far as that, if it's like rehashing other stuff or breaking new ground, that's... I don't think they're trying to break new yeah. ground. I think it was just like an uh, homage to their meeting... I mean, like, if you even look at the the album art... Um, That's Currency's Living Room. Yeah, it's Currency's Living Room as to, like, where they first, like, I guess not... I don't even know, met, but recorded. I don't know. Something like that. It was, like, significant. Um, yeah, it's got the the double XL cover um, in the artwork. Mm-hmm. And I think Currency was on 09 and Wiz was on 10, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so yeah, you know, going back in time is always fun. But man, fun is not a word I would use to describe this album. And it's it, and this it's, is coming from a casual listener. And this is from someone who's not a big fan of either currency right. or Wiz Khalifa. Mm-hmm. I feel like both of these guys are where they are because they make albums like 2009. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is. They know who their audience is. Mm-hmm. They know who their listeners are. They know mm-hmm. what their listeners want. And they give their listeners the music that they want and that they want from them. They don't try to get new fans. They're not out there trying to impress the mainstream. They know who writes their checks, and they're serving them exactly what they want. Right, 100%. That's what this is. Right. I mean, I would agree with that. And... Even uh, though I what did follow like Wiz and Currency back in the day, I kind of fell off, and I I decided not really fell off, but like I just strayed away from them for a while, and I never really went back to them, especially when Wiz started getting a little bit more popular. Oh, you mean like Black Hollywood? Uh, Black and Yellow. Yeah, I think Black Hollywood was was it too. It's just like a, there was a bunch of stuff that he was doing that I was just like, oh, this is cool, but it's not. I don't think it's really Weed for and me. Boys. Mm-hmm. Weed oh, yeah. and Boys was dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just like I, I, he was starting to become a artist to where I wasn't listening to his albums. I only liked his singles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that said, going into this one, I mean, Currency, I've always been one uh, a bigger fan of Wiz than Currency. Why? Um, it just appealed to me more, okay. I think. I don't think there was a real big difference between the two of them. Maybe it's Currency's voice that I'm not a big fan of. Currency always sounds like he's asleep. Okay. Um, but... And then he also does that da 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 and I hate hearing that on every fucking track. It like it kills me. It kills my vibe because it's just like it just sounds like you drugged out and it's just crazy. But I I also understand that that's his like thing. So yeah, so his thing is to sound as high as possible and barely coherent. But it's it's what his fans like. <laughs> And so it's it's not for me anymore. So I, I just basically, I feel like I've grown out of the whole currency Wiz Khalifa thing. 
Um, I think it's nice that they did this for their fans and for their um, their diehards. Yes. Um, it also shows that like Wiz is paid out the asshole and he doesn't have to do anything else for the rest oh, of his is. life. He, made, he the, made that one the song. The one song for uh, uh, Fast, and Furious. Fast and Furious. That one song probably <laughs> paid everything for him. Mm-hmm. He's done. He's good. For the and rest of his currency, life. Currency, to be honest, is good for the rest of his life, too. I think he does a lot of stuff with, one, the cars and shit that he's into. And two, like, he is super loyal to his fan base. Yeah. And his fan base is large. And he, I mean, yeah, there, I remember JC was talking some shit like that to me way back in the day. He's like, you shouldn't be shooting for, like, number one on the charts. You should right. shoot to find you a uh, niche. A niche. Niche. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, find a quiche. Fi- fi- find it. a quiche. Eat it, <laughs> and then find a niche. And, <laughs> and then repeat. Um, but yeah, like you, you find your group of fans that are loyal and will buy your record two times a year, and see you in tour when you come. And you know that's that. You know they're coming to Chicago, and tickets. Actually, they're coming on Tuesday. Tickets are like a hundred dollars each. Yeah, they 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 both developed loyal fan bases, bruh. You telling me this this album that in my opinion, just to give it a general blanket, was kind of boring, garnered enough attention for a hundred dollars a ticket. They got deep, deep catalogs. Lots, lots of songs. Yes. And that is, I think, part of what they were talking about on the mm-hmm. album and how they were kind of boasting and bragging a lot on this album. A lot. A lot. But it's interesting to hear them boast and brag because they're not necessarily household names to people mm-hmm. outside of their hip hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so for them to be able to boast and brag like that, I actually think it's more warranted than other mm-hmm. people who might be more name brands. Exactly. Who are boasting and bragging because these guys are able to boast and brag with like, you know, as a medium sized channel, like as a, as a medium sized entity mm-hmm. who's just super profitable because they own everything. It's on them. And they make their fans happy. So mm-hmm. I give y'all props for that. But this, the music was not for me. Yeah, it was a little, I mean, clearly dated. I mean, that's what they were going for. Um, and I just found myself rolling my eyes at a lot of the lyrics. Oh, 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 can I say one? Yes, go ahead. Um, uh, it's mainly currency. Like Wiz gets a pass from me because his voice is at least very enjoyable to listen to. Right. I like Wiz's voice. Yeah, exactly. That's he has a nice that. voice. Currency, mm-hmm. your voice and his flow, it sounds like it sounds like he's just writing. It sounds like so this is how currency <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. All right so, go. so it sounds like currency when he writes, he just starts writing. And he's like he's like taking a drag off the joint or something. He's just like writing, writing, writing. He like falls asleep halfway through, wakes back up and just like keeps writing. And then the beat comes back on and he's like, Oh shit, that's a run on sentence. Fuck it, I'm just gonna keep saying it. <laughs> so one of his lines, this was shit was so funny. Dash to me. Digital situation he critical. Said, I don't watch soccer, but I like the jerseys. Oh my god, yes. They look good with my jewelry on and my brother butter Buttered. brown skin tone. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like the like run-on sentenceness of it. And one thing I hate about currency, I'm just going on this brother. It's okay, uh, it's fine. Um, it's like the first three bars will rhyme, and then the fourth bar he'll just be will be a run on sentence into nowhere, 
and then he'll run that on into the next line. Yeah. And that, then he'll start again. And I'm just like, dude, just like finish, finish a stanza. Like, <laughs> damn it, bro. Finish what you started. Cedric's OCD is kicking in with when he listens to currency. It's, it's, no, it's true. Like, I, I've <laughs> heard so many currency songs that I like. And then there are parts when you listen to this album and you're just like, did he forget? Did he forget? Yeah, like the structure. That this yeah. is where you you were, and you just forget mid sentence. Got my phone was in my lap, my screen cracked. I got up, bitch. Bring me an iPad and a new phone. And what the no. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this is that, that's literally. <sighs> are you gonna say that? I'm sorry. Were you gonna say that, Ben? <laughs> were you gonna bring up that I line? I was trying Cedric to think about like, it. Oh, <laughs> dude was like the Apple Care kicked in. I was like. <laughs> Why are your headphones so loud? Oh my god! Uh, but like, there were like Wiz. Wiz was so much better by, by like keeping a flow going. Yes, I think it was Eastside the one that we, he was just like one after the next and just like flowing real smooth. Oh, so Eastside, yeah, Eastside's the one song I think Currency has the best verse of the entire album on that song. Uh I, hmm. I believe that's the one. Was it you say Eastside? Yes. That's the one. That's his best verse. Because he actually stays in beat on East Side. <laughs> it's the only song. I actually liked, I think the only, I think there's two songs that I liked. I think I liked, um, let's see here. I liked Ben's Boys with Ty Dollar Sign. Yes. yes that, that was, that's the best that song. Good. That's yeah, the best, best song. song. That is, thank you. I had that down. This is and the best song. Thank song you, Ty Dollar Sign, for, for saving yeah. the song and bringing some, you know, something to it. But yes. Ben's Boys is, in my notes, I put maybe the only listenable song on the album. Dang. <laughs> but then I changed my, my view a little bit. There's a, there's, a, there's a few more. The second half of the album, surprisingly, is actually better, I think, than the top half. Minus Ben's Boys. That's interesting. I actually was listening to this, and when I was getting around the end of the album, it just, like, it all started to blend together. And I, I didn't pay attention. And I went back, and I was like, let me listen to this again. Obviously, I'm not paying attention. And it happened again. And I felt like something happened in, like, just the last few tracks where they weren't... It, it wasn't really trying as hard to be different or something. I mean, that was the problem with the whole album, to be very honest. It was the whole album was just very the same thing. Boasting about how much money they have, about the bad bitches they're hitting, um, how many cars they have, how much weed they can smoke, how expensive the weed is they smoke, um, how they started from nothing and made it to where they are, how you can do it too. <laughs> I was actually a little upset about Currency's opinion on success. Mm. You know, I've I've heard people, a lot of rappers rap about success, like Nipsey Hussle. He'll break down the game for you and tell you, you know, get your own business, get your own shit going, you know, start this, start that, and then you can become a boss like me. Where currency is just like such a weed head. He's like, look, if I made it, you can too. Just, just, just believe in yourself. Like, bro, that's not how it works, dude. I'm just shitting on currency. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, I, I I don't mean to be shitting. It's just, it's not for me. He's pooping all over you, currency. 
But yeah, I think overall that's the consensus here. Is it's just it's just that like this we have I've become a casual fan. You guys are casual fans. This isn't for the casual fan. This is for his diehards. I mean, I think currency in general makes music for his diehards. He doesn't make music outside of that realm, which is why he has the longevity that he has. Um, we've already like commended them on their uh, ability to keep. Um, ow, I'm trying to take my earring off and it's not working. There we go. On their ab- ability to keep their uh, fans and listeners engaged and and sticking to what they do and what they know how to do. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was. It's generally easy listening. It's the kind of thing that if you're like a little out of it by, you know. Like, if, if you, you smoke. smoke yeah. uh, like, I don't think there's enough weed in the world. Enough weed in the world for? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just going to stop. It's fine. Okay, what but yes, saying? I feel like this is for, this is for his, his weed head. Like, they always make music like that. Um, I think maybe one of Wiz's best um, albums or mixtapes that translated to everyone that also had this like weed head influence type of thing was um, Cushion OJ. Like that was a classic and that's finally on streaming platforms as well. Classic. I would it's say that is a classic. classic. That is a classic. Um, I mean, mixtape. I guess it's subjective. Oh, that's but- another good question. What do you consider? What's the like top three classic mixtapes of our generation, maybe? I mean, L- Little Wayne has all three because that man has how many fucking mixtapes? <laughs> he was dropping mixtapes. He couldn't anyway. But I'm just saying, <sighs> if I had to choose, I don't think Little Wayne would be in any of mine. Uh, yeah, I didn't listen to Little Wayne like that. Okay. But I guess classic is uh, critically acclaimed and across the board. I am not a human being. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean. What do you guys, just general thoughts? Any, anybody have anything specific they want to just, you know, rip yes. somebody a new asshole? Go for it, Ben. So, it um, Stop trying to rip somebody a new asshole. He's about to, watch. Why? There's, there's, watch. there's good so- stuff on the album, but there are like certain songs where they just, it's, it's very... Um, Find A Way was another one I liked. Like, it, it doesn't feel all that different. There's, there's a lot of talk about, like, you know, the cars they got, yep. the women. Yep. You know, smoking whatever. Three hundred dollar joints. A lot of it feels like, hey, imagine that you were back at like you know twenty to sitting at home, whatever, mm-hmm. and you're aspirational, whatever, because they've they've kind of lived these dreams, whatever. Right. So like, going yes. on that. That's a theme that came up more than once. So actually, what I think is a miss is the production. I think yeah. they should have gone for more of that. It goes back to that time. I mean, hey. It's fine if you don't try to recreate how high, but like, it's so clear. They're talking about like Gran Turismo, yep, and like all all this old stuff. It's like maybe bring back some of those things because, you know, if you're gonna do something like try it out, your fans are probably gonna ride with it. I feel you. I mean, I I don't know. I thought most of the beats kind of had the same vibey old schoolness to them. There were a few that definitely weren't. Like the one with problem mm-hmm. was probably oh the most. Oh my god, I have a ugh. That, that one made me angry. The most contemporary sounding song. It made me angry because you're using a fucking baby, but go ahead. A fucking baby. Baby. It's just fuck? bay. It's bay shit. Oh Anything, bay shit. Like like from the Bay Area. It's bay oh. shit. Oh. <laughs> What's problem? And you know, the heavily influenced by the whole um 
mustard thing and you know mustard's influences. And what did mustard say in the interview? What they only a few they're only a few hours away, so it's it's fine. You, you got to get over that at this point. You have to. I mean, look at Blueface. <laughs> just see Tressie's face. This is the first time Tressie has drank during the podcast in probably about seven to eight episodes, guys. She's feeling herself. No. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, you can continue your thought. That was my thought. I'm, I'm already over this thing. I <laughs> will not be going back to listen to this thing again. I will not be spending $100 on a concert ticket to see these guys perform. I will not ever go back to smoking enough weed to say that I enjoy listening to music like this. I'm sorry, guys. I really... It's just... I just can't. I can't. I can't. And... It's just lazy. It's just... It's just the project just overall just sounded kind of lazy to me. I went in with um, high hopes because after listening to Rolling Papers 2... Mm-hmm. Mm. There was a song with Currency, which was uh, Mr. Williams. And I really liked that. So mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting, I think part of it was like a little more polish and just like. Yes, thank you. Polish. You're right. Going into yeah. the songs. But a lot of this is just like, hey, we'll just go and, you know, spit whatever. Let's just do it how we used to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what happened. It's what they did. And it's fine. And that concludes. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine because it's not for us. It's not fine. That's fine. If it's not for me, then it's not for me. Like, future's not for me and future's for you, that's fine. Why are you so angry at them? I'm angry because I know someone who loves currency, mm-hmm. who hopefully he's not listening, because I do want him to redo our freaking uh, logo. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I tried. I tried so hard. I just... Can't so now it's it. personal. It's been personal. Okay. Music to me is personal. This is but personal. yeah, let's just end the cafe right there. Okay, here we let's go. End, end the cafe. End Wait, where's the beat? No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Please don't play that shit. You don't want to hear the whack ass beat? <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Please don't. That's already happening. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> me and my big fucking mouth. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go and move into some new things. Let's talk about some news. Oh, uh, you, you have an update for us? Yes, Justin? I have an update for you guys. Um, if you guys have not uh, paid attention, uh, Tory Lane still has not wanted that smoke with Jip. <laughs> just an FYI. Just want to put that out there. Tory Lane's decided to stop uh, because Jid was going to tear him a new asshole. You know, he actually apologized. Yeah, he for apologized. All his shenanigans. He was yeah. like, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry guys. I was tripping. I was tripping. I, I was going no after everybody. Because when you <laughs> finally got somebody that was like, let's do this, your ass decided to punk up and say, you know what? I was on a lot of medication or well, I don't know. I just hope Jid. He probably was on medication because you know Canada has uh, universal health care. So this shit uh, was probably. Exactly. It was free. It was free. It was simple. He and was easy. like, yo, let me just try and get these. Uh, <laughs> Let me get these pills in, you know. I don't know what the fuck. But I'm just kidding. I'm not going to say that you're on drugs. But I am going to say that you did not want that smoke. So, yes, that's the update. I'll probably say it again next week. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, let's move on to some other news. So, 
Um, this is something that we talked about, I want to say maybe last week or week before. Um, we talked about this incident with um, Jesse Smollett. Now, we were very, very um, angry with the fact that this, one, happened in Chicago, and two, that this happened to him in general. Um, so we decided to comment on it on, on, on our uh, podcast. And now it turns out that um, there's a lot of compelling evidence that is saying that he allegedly did this himself and, and orchestrated this whole attack himself. And now I'm just like, I don't know what to fucking believe. I do feel kind of bamboozled because... you Hoodwinked. Want, and hoodwinked, exactly. <laughs> because you try and support somebody, you try and believe somebody for, for whatever they're saying... And Are you going to believe somebody? <laughs> what is that? Is that like a play on Whitney Houston? Yes. Oh. That's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> I'm going to believe somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan, I see. I think he's trying to do I want to dance with somebody. But Are you going to believe in somebody? But you, you're, like your tone. And you got you to believe in him. To, no, like that? everything is just off. Are you going to believe? No. Oh, I want to believe somebody. Hey, there it is. Like, you got to get up there. Oh, you got to believe somebody. That's not even the same melody. It's a lower register. But a different melody. <laughs> ben knew what it was, and you knew what it was. Because I knew that you have no ear for music anymore. I'm just What's kidding. What's the difference? As it's long me- as you know, you know. No, you don't know. Segway into <laughs> uh, a tangent. Okay, Let's tangent out of the Segway. Tangent out, Back. tangent in. And back, what? Smollett. Tangerine. Oh, Smollett. Tangerine. <laughs> Pistachio. <laughs> Random snack foods. Go. <laughs> Snafu. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Where was I? Anyway. Um, Lying yes. ass niggas. So it appears allegedly. that he's lied. Allegedly. And the only reason why I say allegedly is because we gotta one, start saying allegedly when we say shit too. Allegedly. Yeah, we should. We should. Because legally, I don't want, I, I don't I don't want to get no sued problems. for slander. I don't want no problems. Currency sucks, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> That's subjective. It's allegedly. Su- allegedly. Everything is alleged. <laughs> I'm going to name this one, allegedly. Everything is subjective. The alleged episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so what are you guys' thoughts on this whole thing? I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on it because I feel like everyone has been talking about it too much. I just wanted I wanted to address it for our listeners because we originally said, you know, that this was fucked up. But I just wanted to put out there. Yeah, you know what? You guys go ahead and go first. It's sad because now it 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 gives the other side, and when I mean the other side, I mean the right, more fuel right. and fodder for their own fire to burn against us, which is Ooh, I like those three F's you just use uh, fuel, fodder, and fire. Mmm. <laughs> Um, But it gives them more ammunition to just talk shit about and to raise doubt about anything that might happen. And so you have this Jesse Smollett thing and there's a fucking terrorist who got caught by the FBI before he was able to carry out any attack. But you don't hear that on the news because it's overshadowed by this false accusation made by a gay Mm -hmm. black man. So... You're not helping the cause. And you have to understand that when you're a person of power, you have a lot of influence and people, a lot of eyes are on you. And whether you say things right or wrong, people are going to listen. Mm-hmm. And people are going to take away from it 
whatever you put into it. And this was really dirty. This was really like allegedly. Um, this was this was really gross. The alleged story initially was really gross, and so for that, then to come back and have it possibly not be true, it's just it makes people able to now question anything else that happens moving forward. I, I feel like there was a celebration of it. Like, it was, it was a gay man, it was a black man, and a celebrity. It's perfect. Like, after it happened, you're just seeing his, his mugshot everywhere, everywhere. And it's just like, we're going to lead this, this. This is the biggest news story. Granted, I'm right. in Chicago reading mm-hmm. the news, but... Everybody wanted to be all over it. And as as bad as it is, whatever, it's not the most important thing going on right now. Right. Because it was, like, the biggest part of it is a faked attack on himself. It's like, he is the biggest victim of it. So, like, it's not like we're scared about kids losing health insurance or right. something like that, right. you know? But well, if you look at the bigger story, sorry, Tracy. Go ahead. Um, if you look at the bigger picture, we are kind of caught in this identity politics of America mm-hmm. right now. I mean, if you look at what Trump is doing and even how a lot of the Democrats are responding to what Trump is doing, mm-hmm. it's a lot of identity. It's a lot of you're this, I'm that. Yeah. You know, us versus them. And so when you have a story like this, yes, it may just be impacting him and his story. But the implications are so much bigger because you're using stuff like MAGA. He, he using- used right. He used the words MAGA. He mm-hmm. they put bleach on him. There was a noose around his neck. So it's you know there's like insinuations there. It's, it's pro- like it's, holy it's propagating shit. Propagating something. It's wanted you to Russia put him up to it. You know what I mean? Like, some like shit no, like but that. it's like it, it opens the door for a you whole know, bunch a lot of, of shit. Speculation, like, people a lot can of say a lot of can't... things, and it's right. It takes away from the bigger issues when you have little things like this that happen. And yeah, if you're a white a right winger, yeah, this is, you're this. gonna you're gonna this take this and run with it. Hell yeah! Um, but there is some things that so I used I have always maintained like after hearing that this could have been made uh, made up, I was like, holy shit! And then yes, there's a lot of compelling evidence, but I've always been like, you know what? I just let me read this fucking police report myself. Let me. Let me see what the fuck is going on. Tell because I don't I don't understand why this happened in the first place. I wanted to support Jesse. I have always been super skeptical of the MAGA situation invo- being involved with this because if you walk around Chicago, you ain't going to see anybody no. wearing a MAGA hat freely at all. No. I mean, we ran that motherfucker out of here when he tried to do a rally. So yes. that shit don't make sense to me. And it was so during I've the wintertime. Been... Everybody was covered up. How'd they know who the fuck he was? Exactly. So it was, it's, it was just interesting. But I also don't trust the CPD. Mm. So... We also have to talk about that. Surprise. Like, really? <laughs> exactly. I mean, You like, don't trust the Chicago Police Department? No. You want to know why? I'll just give you two words. Laquan McDonald. Um, so there's also something. There's also new, uh, new updates in this story to where um, the Chicago Police Superintendent, you know, they claimed that that $3,500 check was to the accomplices in, like, to the brothers, the Nigerian brothers, to help stage it. But um, now the, they're saying that the memo line reads that it's a five-week, on that check, it's, it reads a five-week nutrition-slash-workout prob- program 
for his new video that he was trying to put out for Don't Go. And this is uh, documents that were obtained by um, TMZ. So now there's new information coming out that maybe like this check is not what they say it is. So I'm just like, you know what? We got to stop jumping to fucking conclusions about shit. Yes, there's a lot of um, compelling evidence out there. Why didn't you give up your phone? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? But I think there's also, we also have to question the other side. CPD has a fucking track record as well. We got to figure out what the fuck is going on. I get it, but it's, it's, it's tough when you have these two brothers who were initially seen as suspects, who were taken into police custody, who then gave testimony. And there's reports that the testimony that they gave was corroborated with evidence that the police had gathered separate from their testimony. Meaning the police received testimony from these two individuals that corroborated with the investigation they were already doing mm-hmm. without them having any knowledge that information was known. Mm-hmm. So when you have things like that happen where you have testimony and evidence that link up without them knowing the existence of the other, it's called fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but like, that, that's fact based on who? Like, that, that's based on what the CPD's telling you? Yes, the official police documents, yes. The documents, okay. Because I'd like to read them myself. I haven't read them. It's only hearsay for me. For me. I'm being super skeptical, skeptical yeah. in this whole thing, so that's just what I'm, where I'm at. I hear you. I, yeah. I'll tell, <laughs> me personally, I, um, I heard about the story. And it didn't really, it didn't really pass the sniff test. I was like, this doesn't sound like something that happens in Chicago. This sounds weird. But I didn't want to believe that somebody would make up a lie like that. So I kind of just said, I'm just going to be neutral. I'm not saying anything either way. Mm -hmm. And right now, after all I've seen, it doesn't look good. It doesn't. It doesn't look good. But I think that there's a larger problem. And I'm going to touch on something else with the, the fact that we need to be able to make a smart assessment of something before there's even a judgment from, like, a case or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? So I'll talk about R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. R. Kelly has never been convicted of any sexual crimes. Right. But still, are you really going to, like, like after all you heard, Mm -hmm. are you really going to be like, well, you know, he's okay. He's never been convicted. Mm -hmm. Like, if you really push it as far as that, that thing where you're like, I'm only going to say that's right. a bad person mm-hmm. after there's a conviction. Then you're kind of pushing yourself to an unreasonable standard. Because, you know, if you knew, if this was a dude in your neighborhood, you'd be like, don't go to his house. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Because if someone was like, oh, he's not convicted, he's like, are you crazy? Right. <laughs> I no, understand it's... what you're saying. I'm just saying that, that I, 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 I believe that he allegedly did this himself. But I also... Always leave room for doubt. That's just me. Yeah, it's it's, it's just it's, it's it's to me. I also think that it's the it's the way it's the 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 climate that we're living in as well. But it's 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 so hard. I mean, we're <clears throat> these modern times are really complex because we're dealing with a lot of different issues, and we're also dealing with the access of information. So it's it's not only are we dealing with all these like human issues, but we're also dealing with. Like I just said, I'm going to repeat myself. Access. Like access to, to information. information. Or it, like I'm doing quote unquote here. Information. Right. Right. Like reports, allegations, mm-hmm. feelings, thoughts, exactly. concerns. Exactly. 
Um, but what is fact? Go in, brother. What is fact? And so whether we're talking about gay rights, uh, racial issues, women's rights, you know, there's campaigns saying, I believe the women, or, you know, I believe whoever. I believe my son. You know? So it's like, who do you believe? It's like, where do you start? You know, mm-hmm. in this story, I felt like I was in the right by saying this young brother had an issue that he, that happened. Mm-hmm. I'm going to default believe the story that he told. Right. Innocent until and proven just, guilty. Right. And I'm just going to assume that this thing happened the way he said it did right. unless there's evidence that comes out and says otherwise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, fuck, in this day and age, it's like, who do you believe? And right. I, up until what point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you believe cops? Do you believe the victim? It's fucking tough, man. I don't. You can't believe shit. That's what I'm saying. It's very tough. And like, you try and find, like, <clears throat> I had a debate with somebody recently, and like, you try and um, somebody who's somebody, just somebody. Okay. Um, and you try and find uh, like, data to support your argument, and then you also have to question the data. And then, like, just being an analyst myself, like, I don't even want to believe anything because I know that data can be skewed to make you, to fit your hypothesis. Right. So it's just like, what do you, what do you believe? It's just like, I feel like I'm in the fucking matrix, man. What the fuck is happening? No, you are. And I'm, I'm totally going to tangent here. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Ready go ahead. Go tangent? ahead. Go ahead. N- nerd tangent real fast. Nerd tangent. So, um, there's this ancient, uh, this ancient shark. It's really huge, like fish, right? Here we go. Ben this is, is so ready. This is a st- ben is so ready oh God. for this, right? Here we go. But he knows whenever I have these tangents and he fact checks me, I'm always right. So <laughs> get ready, Ben. All right. Get ready. Um, go ahead. So there's this huge shark, and the fossil record showed that it, it went extinct so many million years ago, right? Or so many billion years ago, right? Um, they they revised the study, and they looked at little bit more detail in what fossil subjects, what rock layer they came from, how those actual um, uh, specimens were handled after they were extracted Mm -hmm. from the ground. And so they added all this different information and they found out there was about a billion year um, mistake in when this creature had gone extinct. Interesting. So it's like, even in science... There's biased data that people don't realize is biased. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or there's data that is more reliable that should be um, weighted at a higher level mm-hmm. than data that is less reliable. So, like, mm-hmm. you almost have to, like, weight the data based on its reliability. Yep. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And so, when you don't do that, if you just take all data at face value, yeah. which I feel like a lot of mainstream media does, yep. which is just saying everything is this, and you, they said this, they said that, mm-hmm. take it all at face value, give an average, mm-hmm. your average is going to be in the middle. But mm-hmm. if you actually weigh, like, okay, this has been shown to be more reliable versus this, then maybe your your measurement might come out a little differently. Right. So, that's how it works for sure. I'm going to begin nerding out. For the archaeologists, when it came to the the extinction of this specific giant shark, shark which they said the like, great Baby whites actually killed. Shark, do, 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 um, do, do, do. No idea. No, <laughs> we're not doing that. This is, this is a all just like, anyway. no, no, no. <laughs> but the same thing has to happen here, right? right? So you have to take certain information and its reliability into account when you're forming an opinion. Right. 
But God damn it, it's hard, bro. Mm-hmm. When you go on Instagram and everybody is like, Yo, this happened, this yo, happened, this happened. Yo, Smokes, you're a fucking hero, blah, 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 right. blah, 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 blah. Right. It's insane. It is insane. It's crazy. I know. Uh, he just he just Googled what I said, and it's right. I know. He fact-checked you. How do you pronounce that? I, Megalodon? Megalodon? Megalodon. Megalodon, yeah. Megalodon. Thank you. I, I, think I, I forgot the name of, of it. I appreciate it, though. Oh, nice. They said the Great Rikes killed it. Oh. Those, those guys, they're on top of things. Yes. <laughs> yes they All are. right. But, yes. In Nerd Tangent. Yes. And Nerd Tangent now. Well, since we were talking about R. Kelly just a minute ago, let's go ahead and get into it. He has finally been indicted on charges. Can we get a round of applause? I mean, it ain't the first time. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Hopefully, okay, I said hopefully. Finally. That's, but this hopefully, one's more compelling. It's but yes. the last. Yeah, hopefully. This one is more compelling mainly because the youngest person involved who was supposedly 14 at the time of the filming right. was baiting him. Mm-hmm. So here's here's some fucked up shit. Just going to give some details here. We go. Here. here we go. CNN supposedly, I believe it was CNN, supposedly viewed the tape before it was released to investigators. Mm-hmm. There was a Did you hear about this? Tape? Oh, there's three new there's tapes. There's three of them. There's three new tapes. He was still doing There tapes. are three, three new tapes. R. Kelly did not learn... Dude. But you know what? I, I got to give the man credit. He didn't he didn't trust the cloud. He kept tapes. Yes. They were on their VHS. <laughs> their tapes. Yes. But some of these tapes he likes were like the a greeny, decade old. The greeniness of them. But apparently one of the girls in one of the tapes that CNN had viewed, mm-hmm. allegedly. Right. The girl setting him up. So in the video, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be proud to say this, but this is what allegedly happened. The girl is saying things like, how's that 14-year-old pussy? Yeah. And R. Mm. Kelly is saying, I love that 14-year-old pussy. And she's intentionally saying these words throughout the video because she knows it's being filmed. Mm-hmm. And she knows it'll get out. So this 14-year-old knew what she was doing? Yes. That's crazy. I mean, there, there's... At 14, I mean, you're not Yeah, there's all sorts of things. Like, well, I'm not you're saying not you dumbass, are, but, but I'm you're just not saying making like, smart decisions. Right. And it's possible that she was, you know, guided by someone else. Right. It's like, hey, we know this guy does messed up things. Let's take advantage of that. Yeah, that's that's fucked up, though. That I mean, girl. whoever watched the video of CNN needs to go to jail, too. That's child porn, bitch. <laughs> Do you watch it to, to, to make sure it's valid? Or Somebody you just has turn to it watch in? it to make sure it's valid. I think you should just turn it in, probably. Like, if this is, like, what they say it is? So if or do you I was watch a, it to make you, sure you're not you wasting You gotta make sure there's something on it. Right. If I was a news organization, or if I was to get the... Okay, let's not lie. The first R. Kelly tape, I definitely had that shit. And I, I didn't definitely watch, watched I it. I only... I think I... I didn't watch or it. Oh, I watched it. And that was R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. It was a nasty-ass motherfucker. I just remember seeing somebody's back against, like, a wood panel, and I don't think I watched any more. Yeah, it was a wood panel. There was, like, a little chair in the middle. I didn't see much. Yeah. It, it was grainy. It was mm-hmm. 2001. Something? I don't know. Like, it was early 2000s, bro. But you were like a fucking kid. We Maybe didn't 2003 rap, you know or something. Was we it? were teenagers. I mean, that's around the time that Chappelle's show was on. It helps no, me no, 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 no. Keep it track was, of it. It, Chappelle's show was way after, It though. was before no, 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 I moved but, to Sacramento. I remember watching so it in Oakland. So you're in Oakland. I watched it in Oakland. So it had to be 2001 or earlier. Right. That makes sense because, like, the Chappelle show came afterwards. So right. it was like, and I'm trying to do production shit. of it. Right. Yeah. 
But it's just interesting. Um, I, I maybe I just saw like clips or something like that was online. That's why I didn't actually see what it was. Um, I have seen the Ray J and Kim Kardashian one. Because well, that's an actual <laughs> point. No, you, that's an yeah, actual sorry, do that. The <laughs> director. That's that's something different. But the R. Kelly tape was literally just a camera on a tripod in the back of the room. And just as he's nailing and peeing on this girl. It's fucking gross. But I just feel I feel really bad to hear that that girl knew what she was doing and did that. Just so I mean, like she took kind of, one for the team. I know it's kind of bitter, bittersweet too. because this is like that's your life. That's psychologically like damaging almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't even know if this girl was having sex or before this or after, but like sex is very as much as people want to say, or as much as men want to say, like, oh, sex is just sex. Men? Or the reason, I'm sorry. Let me go. My, my ex- brain goes. Ex- I'm going me. to. I'm going to. Okay. My brain goes faster. So, you know, like, when when men cheat, like, in general, if speaking in general terms, uh, maybe I shouldn't go down this road. Well, you're, you're, you're generalizing all men, so yeah. please continue. Um, all of you with penises out, listen closely. So Also, why is it out? <laughs> I mean, what else is it going to be? Mine's out. I guess, okay, maybe I shouldn't generalize this, but um, I'll just say what I was thinking uh, because it's something that, you know, a lot of people generalize anyway. Um, But when men cheat, they say, I was fucking them other bitches, but I was making love to you. That kind of shit. Like, just fucking other people just to fuck people. But I also know that women do that shit too. That's why I'm I'm walking that back. I'm just waiting Um, for you to get to the point. I'm, I'm, I'm very... I'm just saying. I'm waiting. But I'm just saying, like... I'm ready. For a 14-year-old girl to surrender herself to a man like that, I'm just saying, like, there's, it's not just fucking at that point. You know what I mean? Okay. That's what I was trying to okay, get to. Okay, I got you. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I sometimes yeah, think faster than I talk. <laughs> I think there's, there's a lot of stuff involved in that. You know, mm-hmm. it's like money, celebrity, whatever. Like, they're, if you're a celebrity, like, preying on young women, mm-hmm. like, you can find that opportunity because... Right. Like, there are adult women that are like, oh, you know, this is a celebrity that mm-hmm. is famous for this. I'm going to go do this. Right. That's so, why uh, I had to walk back my generalization. So right, what, like, one ugh, of the women in the current case that he's facing now, one of the women who are allegedly was ass- assaulted by our... Um, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. He's over here burping. I, <laughs> I, there it is. Hey. Um, Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Because uh, it had something to do with the... Uh... You said this, something about women being assaulted by R. Kelly. Yeah, it's lost. It's okay. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> we'll say he, he, was, um, he was brought in. He spent two nights in jail. Yes. Two he, nights in jail, yes. Because he could not come up with $100,000 in bail. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. It's You know what? And I've, I had this conversation with my wife about... Broke and rich broke. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's a different kind of broke. Right. If, like, me or you are broke, mm-hmm. or me and you are broke, I don't know. I, I don't know your finances, Ben. <laughs> I, mean, I, I haven't seen your, your, your tax returns yet. We're still waiting. <laughs> through, the, through the crate, membership requires full disclosure of tax returns <laughs> so we can truly understand that your percentage of participation... <laughs> And the organization is equal 
Okay, and, and but not even equal. I'm sorry, equitable. Equitable. Right? There's a difference between equality and, and equity. Thank you. There you go. I'm about equity. Uh, all right. Bitch. Anyway, uh, talk that shit. Though. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what we're saying is, um, just as we're going on random fucking tangents and shit. This is what happens when we drink. We got this. Is the first one we drank in a, in a minute. while. Oh um, uh, man. So so for me on this, it's it's really. Like, who are the women? And why are they even speaking up in the first place? Are they loving? Are they in love with R. Kelly? Mm-hmm. Do they think R. Kelly is speaking truth to them? Because trust me, R. Kelly got game. One of these women that he picked up in the... Um, this is what I was going to say when I forgot. Okay. I'm so glad it came back to me. <laughs> One of the women that he was speaking to... Uh, about this case or one of the women that spoke up about this case he met at his previous trial he got acquitted from he met this 14 year old girl at the trial and then fucked her and now she's part of the new one yeah it's 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 so sick and this is why I'm I you know I hate to go back to identity because we were just talking about this shit. Mm-hmm. But if this was a white dude with white women, we would not be having this conversation right now because right. he'd already be locked up. Exactly. But I, these are I black girls. Agree. These are yeah. black women. Yep. These, you know what I'm saying? These are black people. And, and they can give two shits. Society doesn't fucking care as much. I, I was going back to this. Um, there was a study uh, a couple of years ago about how black women or black girls are perceived to be older. So it's one of those yes. things you look at, you look at like Overly a 14 sexualized. year old black girl and you're like, well, she's, you know, look at her. She looks like an adult, whatever. There's a study that came out and this is just not necessarily sexual, but it's still just showing how identity leads into biases where, um, where um, black men are generally seen as more intimidating and older than any other race, even right. even by black people. Mm-hmm. So even when you polled black men, if they saw another black man walk into the room, nine times, you know, they're they're more likely to, to see that person as older or more of a threat than their white, Mexican, Asian counterpart. Mm-hmm. Which is disturbing. Very. It's just you brought up a very good point. And I love that you said it with such conviction, too. Like, if this was a, w- a white man with white girls, this shit wouldn't even be a discussion. And I think that's, that's, that's to look at society as, our, as we look at each other ourselves in the, black, in, the, in the black community and as the, you know, society looks at us as a whole. But luckily, this motherfucker, I mean, hopefully they get him this time. We got we to gotta stop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's go on a positive. Let's let's go into something positive. Let's go and talk uh, talk about Black History Month real quick. We got our last one for the month. Um, Cedric, you got that coming up? Yeah. So you know, I I kind of wanted to touch on for our last Black History person of the month. Damn, I should have got a woman. Huh? Yeah, it's fine though. But I didn't. It's okay. Cause you know, men run the world. Shut up. Your sarcasm. But, you know, we're also here in 2019, right? Yeah. 2019. In Chicago. Mm-hmm. 
where I hope you both have your ba- uh, Ben's already shaking his head because he's not ready. We're voting on Tuesday. Yes, we're voting on Tuesday for, for sure. Mayor, alderman, and two other things. I need to get on my alderman shit. Mm. I know who I'm voting for for alderman. I I, I met my current alder oh, woman. Good. She's white. She's a. We should lesbian. just call him an alder alder person. Alder person, yeah. She's <laughs> white. She's a lesbian, mm-hmm. and she is establishment as fuck. Huh. So I'm not gonna be voting for her. But. <laughs> Oh, white established ass bitch. <laughs> Damn. I'm just kidding. Um, but, oh, you know, so the, the reason why I chose the person I chose is because we have a big decision coming up. Yes. The mayor of Chicago. Do you guys realize, what is Chicago, the third largest city in the country? Yes, I think it something is? like third? that. Third? Sounds right, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll run with it, allegedly. <laughs> um, there was a Republican state legislator who proposed a bill to split the state into two. Oh, yeah. This happened uh, a little while ago. Did you read this article, Ben? It came out like a few months, a few weeks ago. It's one of those things that I heard about and I didn't read the actual article. It was like, oh, something ridiculous. Ridiculous, right? There's similar ones with California. It's like, hey, let's split California. Let's split split California into three states. Like, yeah, yeah, fucking... Um, But yes, there was a legislator in in Illinois who said, let's split up the state Uh from Chicago to the rest of the state. Because the rest of the state is more like Indiana. Yeah. Chicago is like, you know, MAGA country, apparently. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, It was sarcasm again, guys. It it is sarcasm because it's it's a joke. Chicago is anti-MAGA country. I remember the day after the election when Trump won. The commute to work was the most sad Somber. day ever. Did you remember Solemn. that? When like everyone on the train was just like super depressed. Right. Um, but anyway. But now it's our turn mm-hmm. to pick a new mayor. Because mm-hmm. Rahm Emanuel's establishment ass is retiring to Thank off, God. To, some, off to some island somewhere. You know, Get the fuck out. And he's going to... Get Lead the way to someone shit. else. So, <laughs> our Black History Month person is Harold Washington. Hey, talk about it, talk about it. Harold Washington was the first black mayor of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. One of two. The second was elected the year after Harold Washington died. Mm. And then they was like, oh, fuck these niggas. We ain't never going back. Mm. And you know what? I'm I'm not from Chicago. Right. But I felt like as a child, if I had learned about the existence of a Harold Washington being a like a modern day black person that broke barriers, when was it, he it would have changed it would have changed my life. Do we know when he was it mayor? Was, it was I think it was the 70s. It, it was, was the 70s. 70s. That would have yeah. been dope. No, I'm sorry. He was he died in office in 87. Shit. Oh yeah, okay. So he I was died in years office old. in '87. So I was that born been dope in the to year he in, died. In like... He was mayor from I believe it was '84 to '87. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like him and uh, I think it was Maynard Jackson from Atlanta. He was mm-hmm. like these people that actually made it to be mayors of these big cities, mm-hmm. huge cities, and not just huge cities, but huge. 
like meccas again yes. using the word mecca loosely because I know I know yes. you, I, I know what you watch mm-hmm. uh, huge meccas of black culture black influence and democratic influence and power right Chicago was not just a big place for black people mm-hmm. or even for white people for the Democratic Party as a whole right you know the whole machine politics that started in Chicago because of the way things worked here mm-hmm the fact that Harold Washington made it to that level speaks a lot to him. Um, and I, I kind of wanted to highlight him because there was a lot of things coming, like I said, coming from outside of Chicago that I didn't even know about Harold Washington. Okay. I know there's a fucking college named after him. Yeah, same. It's a museum. A library. There's like a library. There's a bunch of shit named after him, yeah. right? But who is this guy? He was born in Chicago. Okay. In 1922. Interesting. He grew up in Bronzeville. Nice. Which is the neighborhood right next to Bridgeport, which when MLK came to Chicago, he said was the, one of the most racist places he'd ever been hmm. and that he would not be going back. Interesting. He said that about Bridgeport, Chicago, Illinois. Bridgeport. Okay. Was Bridgeport... It was where I lived for the first what was, five years of my was life it? in Chicago. Since I know Chicago's been segregated for a long time. That's we- where Daly was born and okay. raised. That's where a lot of the mob was born and raised. Okay. There's no Starbucks in Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. There is no Quiznos. Like, there's n- not many... Bridgeport is predominantly Asian now, though, so... Bridgeport now is in the top... I believe it's in the top 10 of the most diverse neighborhoods in the city, but mainly because of the the creep from Chinatown. Yeah. Chinatown creep. I think that there's still a unusually large percentage of police officers that live there. Okay. I think it's Blue one of lives the few- matter. One of the few okay. areas so that it's went still kind for of, Trump. All right, gotcha. Yes. Well, I, I'm not sure they voted for Trump. I, I, I still... Uh, there's I, an area around there. I, 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 I don't know. Remember the specific. I, I know they're very white. Got I it. definitely know they're very white. But I don't know if they're so Chicago white that they're going to believe in and be following Trump. That That's right. pretty strong. I don't want to put that it's, on there. It's not, it's not really Bridgeport, but... There's an area around there. It just shows yeah. you like how that area yeah. kind of takes a big turn from yes. other things that you would think about the South Side. Okay, yes. gotcha. Or even from Chicago as a whole. Right. Right? Like if you took the average of Chicago, it's not Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> That's an outlier neighborhood. Yes, exactly. When it comes to a lot of But Bronzeville uh, is predominantly black, no? It, it, yes. it was. Yes. It is definitely a That's where they, predominantly black neighborhood. An affluent Mm-hmm. Black neighborhood. Even back economically then. Economically stable. It was economically stable. They had... It black was sustainable businesses. with black businesses and black banks. Mm-hmm. Black, I learned you know, about this when I was house hunting. Black burger markets. Burger markets. What the fuck burger? did I just say? Burger market. What the fuck Get is a burger, burger market? market. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my yo, God. yo. It's <laughs> a new burger market in the town. Um... But yeah, so he grew up in Bronzeville. Mm-hmm. He dropped out of high school. Oh, did not know that. Mm. Dropped out of high school, but he went on to law school. Um, he was drafted for uh, World War II, like most black people were, right? In a segregated uh, division right. of yeah. the armed Front forces, line. of course. You know, mm-hmm. um, I remember stories my grandfather told me about World War II. He was a chef on a on a on a naval vessel. But he was in the Air Force. Air Force and the Navy were kind of like 
they went together, they had the aircraft carriers, and you know what I'm saying? Like, the Navy was weird because they had Marines and Air Force yeah, with them. Yeah, it was weird. Because it, it was... Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Harold Washington um, went to college at uh, Roosevelt College. Mm-hmm. And he was into politics even then. He was elected to the student body president. And he actually allowed... Um, he pushed forward some legislation. I'm like using like big terms. Legislation for the student body uh, to actually have representation on the school board. Oh, nice. So then students actually had a voice in what the school was going to be doing because Ooh. he had put that forward. One thing that was really big about Harold Washington was he wasn't a radical. Mm. He didn't come out as, I'm going to rock the boat. He, so his, he was an Obama. His idea was... I'm going to work within the establishment. I'm mm-hmm. going to work within what with they the have system. working now and yeah. inside the system. I'm not going to go too strong to the left or too strong right. to the right. right. I'm going to work right in the middle, and we're going to get shit done. And okay. he, he 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 did. Mm-hmm. You know, but he, he made a point not to be seen in any of those, you know, sit-ins or um, any violent protests that happened. Mm. He stood those out because he had a plan. Um, he was also a womanizer. Mm. <laughs> he was married, unmarried, married again, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes down to it, I mean, he he found the Chicago League of Negro Voters. Um, he went to the state legislator, and he wouldn't blindly support the party. And he was he was a daily enemy. So Daly was president before, or president, uh, mayor, mayor before, before he was uh, mayor. And as a state legislator, he was an enemy of the Dailies. Mm-hmm. He was a, a enemy of the of the establishment. Don't vote daily. Um, but he eventually worked his way through, kind of worked with the people, worked his way up to mayor, and then he died in office. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a pretty big blow to the community. And I wasn't here in Chicago, Ben. I hate to put you on the spot, bro. I really hate to do it, but I'm going to do it. You're from Chicago, right? Yes. So I mean, what do Chicago black people think? Of Harold Washington, because I'm I'm an outsider, right? I'm literally reading things about him, and you know they they sh- they polish it up and make it look real nice. But you know what do black people in the city actually think of Harold Washington? Uh, well, you, I'll, from my perspective, I was not I was not old enough to remember him, and there okay. are a lot of people that I know like him, like like me that were that age that don't remember him. Uh, so you kind of look back and you're like, wow. Like, we had so much power. Like, there was a person like that that had that much power in the city. So he's looked at as as an icon. Okay. But as you say, like, there are a lot of sort of weird and controversial things. And um, I think that you, it's easy to look back on him in an easy way because he was not trying that hard. Because if you right. if you try to push very hard, sometimes you go right, sometimes it's gonna go wrong. And I think he his approach led it to be safe and have a good memory overall. Okay. Nice. That's fair enough. But you know what? It, whether you're down the middle to the left or to the right, you know what I'm saying? You like it in the butt or like giving it in the butt, I don't care. I'm just glad you were there for us. He was there for us. And everybody to, in Chicago, uh, this is going to be dropping on Tuesday. So I have no idea Wednesday. who the mayor's going to... That's what I said, Wednesday, right? You said Tuesday. I'm sorry. Okay. 
Ben, fuck you. So <laughs> this will be dropping Wednesday. The election is Tuesday. There, there is an election for mayor and alderman and a couple other things mm-hmm. happening this week. Mm-hmm. So please, everybody in Chicago, I should have said it last week, but go vote. Yes, go vote. Go and vote. You should have. I, I hope you voted because if you didn't vote. Don't complain. I, I don't want to hear your mouth. Thank don't you. Don't want to hear you. Thank you, Tressie. I don't want to fucking hear shit from you. I'm so I, I I'm gonna vote. No, I'm agreeing with okay, what you said. No, I'm messing and with you. And then anyone who didn't vote, fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and on that note, and on that note, let's go ahead and go to our uh, question. So last week we had a question of should we dif- differentiate between male and female rappers? Uh, do we agree with separating them, or do you think? Um, like, do you think of females when they're grow? Uh, when we ask who the goat is, and do you think that the gender or having that label um, helps or hinders uh, a rapper's career? And we had a couple responses. Shout out to Black Achilles. He responded. He was saying, um, "I mean, to be honest, we had a ton of responses. The general, we did. Cons- yeah, we did, yeah. The general consensus among those responses was, let's not label them." Let's just call them what they are, which is rappers. We don't. But who need... does that? What do you mean? Who does that? Who actually just labels them as rappers? Nobody. So that I've... that means that we on this podcast need to start doing that. The Let's we need it. to enact enact the or or we have to put a put forth the action. Let's do it. You know I... what I mean? Talk That's to what... sheep. Action. Exactly. Action. Action. Let's talk about it. But so uh, just to shout out a couple of. Um, Responses, we have Black Achilles. If you guys haven't uh, heard our episode with him, he is a great rapper from Oakland. Check him out. But we, He's a great person. Great person, exactly. Um, he just said we should just say rapper the same way we say actor. Um, and for the most... No, but the thing is, is for the most part, is uh, we they have been trying to say what, that all actors are actors. We don't have an actress anymore. So the Oscars are tonight. Let's see if they have different categories for exactly. actor and actress. There's no... there's sure no. they do. Yeah, there's no... Pretty sure they do. Yes, they do. Right? They, they I'm, I'm they just saying, right. I'm saying they do, but I'm just saying that we should say actor. Like, a lot of people are saying that we should say that. We can't just say, oh, um, I mean, I'm not, I don't work for the Oscars, so I can't say, hey, we got to stop that, but we won't go on too many tangents because, yeah. Um... And then we also have Johnny Garcias. This guy has helped us with a lot of stuff. Shout out to you. He just says that rap and hip hop uh, is the only genre where we do this. So we need to basically, we don't need to break it out. We should stop. And then we also had somebody, um, not uh, somebody, just a listener. I think his IG is Ori Mena. Uh, He asked, he wanted to ask us the question of whose career has been hindered or by, by the label. And name a goat. Exactly. Who's name. the goat? And you're always going to name a man. And so that was my thing. I, I mean, we responded to him, and we just made sure that he understood the question because the question we're asking is when you— or not question, but something to think about when we ask this question is when you think about the goats, are you including females? Because we normally break them out. We always say female rapper, female this, female that. When half of these females can probably wrap circles around these dudes. So we have to start taking people for their skill and not their gender. Amen. And that's, that's Amen. it. Quick, quick tangent. I yes. hate to, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I know Go ahead. I'm already over time. But I gave Young M.A. shit, I believe, in the year-end review, saying that um, she was the person that I thought underperformed the most. 
She's given us a fucking awesome 2019. I want the so album. So far, she's, she's going... I want the album. Let's do it. Let's hope it doesn't flop like her story. Uh, <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. Damn. I'm going to call it as it is. Oh. I'm going to call it as it is. I mean, did you look, go back to it after we listened to her it? Her story was terrible. All right. So <laughs> that's it. All right. So this week's question damn. for you guys... I'm going to not talk It's anymore. good. This one's going to be... Fucking, <laughs> she like didn't even know I was going to say that. And she shut me down hella quick. Like, her story, bitch. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yo. So, to end the podcast, um, <laughs> we are going to say... And, wait, wait. Go ahead. Go Can ahead. we also drop, like... So, in... This is episode number, what, 96? Yes. So, on episode 100, it's going to be live. Live, bitch. And what we're going to do on our live podcast is we're going to talk about your, meaning the listeners, favorite moments from our first 100 episodes. So, yes, if you guys have a favorite episode or a favorite topic, a favorite moment that just happened spontaneously through one of our random ass alcohol-infested tangents. Infested. <laughs> Influenced. Influenced. Thank you. Infested you know, sounds kind of gross. <laughs> you, know what? you know what? Speak up. Tell yeah, us what episode us it is. Let us know what the topic was. And you know what? You could win a prize. So yeah, um, under every question of the month, we're going to go ahead and ask you guys to tell us about your favorite moments. Or you guys can even email us. You know what? Fuck it. We'll just Fuck say it. Email us. Email it's us. Through yep. the crate at gmail.com. Um, yeah. So the question this... This... Uh, oops. Sorry. That was odd. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Um, the question this this week is, this one's going to be an easy one. It's it not going to be super controversial or anything like that. Oh, it is controversial. I'll make sure it <laughs> it's is. hip. It's it's culturally con- I'll controversial. I'll say with my dick out. Oh, God. This man. Put Larry the Palmer away. Wait, Larry. Larry's got some plumbing to do in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't understand that's not sexual towards my cousin. That is that. That is literal because just, she has flooding in her basement. Calm down, you guys. That means he wants to get his red wings. All right, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're gross. We are disgusting. Anyway, we love y'all. The question this week is, for the fucking final time, is what is the best joint album in hip-hop? Amen. Point yeah. blank period. We talked about it. We talked about this 2009 shit that I didn't like. That's a joint... We started this shit with uh, Kanye West and Jay-Z. Watch yeah. the throne. Exactly. So what's your favorite joint album? Tell us what your favorite joint album is, and we will rank them. Well, actually, not even rank them. We'll talk about them on the next podcast. We'll talk and, about them. Yeah. And, and give our favorite ones. All right? So tune in next week. Uh, we are very excited to have you guys participate in the live um, podcast with providing your best moments. We're also very excited to, to let you guys know this is going to be kind of like a party. We want to just engage with our listeners, get you guys out here, come come through, chill with us, let us know. Drunk. You know. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a very dope-ass event. So hit us up through the crate at gmail.com with your best moments. Uh, hit us up if you guys want to even be invited. We'll tell you the date 
um, all that stuff. Actually, I can tell you the date right now. April 6th. Right. Yes, but it's by invite only. So invite if you only don't hit for us sure. up, you ain't getting the ticket. You exactly. ain't getting in this motherfucker. It's exclusive. It's exclusive. Wear your fucking Grammy, you know what I'm saying, party red carpet shit. Nah, we come be, comfortable, but come nah, correct. Nah, nah, nah. Right. Fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. All right. Well, hey, my name is Tressie. That's Cedric, and that's Ben, and we are through the crate, and we out this motherfucker. I smoke a fat pound of grass and fall on my ass faster than a fat bitch who sat down too fast. Come here, slut shady, wait a minute. That's my girl, dog. I don't give a fuck. God sent me to piss the world off. Hi, my name is.